WUOG 90.5 FM presents Out There, a weekly journey into the world of the occult, conspiracy theory, the paranormal, and other bizarre undercurrents of the human psyche. The views expressed on this program do not reflect those of WUOG 90.5 FM, the University of Georgia, or the Board of Regents. It's Out There with your hosts, Raymond and Joe. Hey there, and welcome to the very first episode of WUOG 90.5 FM's presentation of Out There. My name is Raymond Wiley. I'm Joe McFall. Raymond, I'm excited. Dude, I'm excited too. I can't even tell you. Yeah, this is going to be fun. This has been a show that's been years in the making here at WUOG, and I'm glad that... Decades. uh, Decades. Decades. Three decades, in fact. (laughs) 33 years. 33 years? Is that how old the station is? Absolutely. It's a very out there number, but we'll (laughs) we'll get to that later. Um, So... What's this show about, man? That's where we got to start, right? Yeah, because this is our first show. We have to make sh- I mean, hopefully there are people listening. They want to know what this show's about. Um, well, as the intro said, we've sort of, we've, we've conceived this show as having like three pillars. The occult, conspiracy theory, and paranormal. Of course, like, whatever we talk about can go beyond that. But that's, that's going to be sort of thematically what this show is going to be about. Um, and so why don't we just sort, sort of talk about those things one by one. Raymond... What is the occult? What, what does that mean? Well, it's funny that you should ask that, Joe. <laughs> now, now um, I think it's, it's important that we define what the word occult means because for most people, they don't make too much of a distinction between the word occult and a cult or right. just the word cult. And they're two di- very different things. Both um, very interesting in their own right, I think. Absolutely. And we will deal with cults at some point on this, on this show, but... Um, That is not necessarily what the occult is about. They, in fact, have two different roots. The word occult means that which is hidden or that which is not easily accessible, that which may be hidden or, you know, have to do with mysterious things. A cult, by complete contrast, is very easy to put your hands around it. Usually has a charismatic leader. It's a religious or spiritual movement. You can see it in the eyes, man. You can see it in the eyes. I've seen cult members. You can see it in the eyes. Really? Oh, yeah. No, I've had experiences with cult members before. Did you deprogram them? They, They tried to program me, but I resisted. It was, this is actually an experience in Atlanta a few years ago with, um, and, you know, I don't want to, I don't know how the libel laws go about calling particular groups like, uh, groups cults but these people you could see it in the eyes you could totally see it in the eyes it was um a fourth way school which is associated with um the teachings of gurdjieff this sort of mystic from the early part of the 20th century doing stuff in atlanta and they were recruiting at a metaphysical bookstore one night i didn't really realize what that it was a cult and that they were recruiting until i sort of went to this what what was like a, a meeting and i got there and it was just me and all of these members living, and the, all these members lived together in this apartment. Oh! And they sort of did this whole thing with me, and finally asked me, like, for a percentage of my income to join and live with them. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, no, seriously, no, I can't believe I've never told you that before. No, dude, this but, is this is a first here on yeah, out there. That so. was that was definitely a cult. 
So were they very new agey types? Yeah, or? yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And to think, the thing is, is that, and this maybe is already sort of going off topic from what we outlined, Raymond, but like the the fourth way school ended up. It, what what my take on it was after having experience with them was that um you know that they were in it to get money that there was going to go to the higher ups and there was definitely a hierarchy and you could when I say you could see it in their eyes like you seriously you could see it in the eyes most of the people there had the, that sort of bright eyed brainwashed look I think you see that a lot around campus but for different reasons <laughs> <laughs> right but th- there was at least one or two who had this sort of sad look like they knew that they were in the wrong place and i was just like wow i don't want to get mixed mixed up with these people this is just weird yeah and there goes your paycheck too right, right? seriously so you know i think that's i mean that that should be your first sign of a cult as opposed to the occult right is there's some sort of like monetary interest on the part of the people that are trying to give it to you a lot of times yeah yeah so but anyway so that's a cult occult stuff completely different and we're going to be dealing with that a lot more stuff that's i don't know another good word for it is esoterica i think yeah would be a great yeah sure great way of describing it um so also conspiracy theories conspiracy theory like how we don't even really have to define that one everyone knows about conspiracy theory right and they're always floating around i mean anytime a giant historical event happens especially one that is Usually gruesome in some way. Yeah, or yeah. It, I mean, it, have you noticed that that it always has this like there's always this like element of it that has this morbid fascination. Oh with. yeah. There's well, there's always some. There's always an official story, and for every official story, there's a thousand theor- uh, conspiracy stories, and that goes for everything from you know from. Of course, Kennedy assassination is a prime example, but also stuff like the September 11th tragedy and the 2000 election and, you know, anything beyond that. Those are actually recent conspiracies. Absolutely. And all of these things, I'm sure sooner or later we're going to deal with here on Out There. Not today. We just got a half hour today. Yeah, (laughs) right, right. So, yeah, and then the paranormal, I mean, you know, most people have seen or experienced shows kind of like this before, so they, they've kind of run the gambit yeah. of, you know, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, right. you know, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's stuff that is still relevant. No oh, one's, and no in one's, fact, there, I mean, it's even relevant to, if you're in Athens listening, it's relevant to the Athens area. There are definitely ghost stories around Athens and haunted places. And I've even talked to some people who have talked to people about you know Bigfoot sightings around North Georgia and keep listening for future episodes. We might be t- we might be talking about that at some point. Oh, I'm sure we will. Yeah. Although although you know I was talking to to a journalist today about this and um, one thing that he mentioned is that people who are interested in the Bigfoot stuff don't really consider it paranormal. It's actually the cryptozoology is a field of like the sort of study of biological species that don't really fit into the, any of the known categories. So it's not really paranormal in the sense that like ghosts are paranormal you know, something that is sort of beyond the explanation of science. Right. And well, I mean, heck, I mean, if you're a true believer in something, right. oftentimes right. Hope- it doesn't seem occulted or paranormal at all. Yeah. And in fact, well, hopefully we'll be able to sort through some of like what's what on this show. It's part of the idea, Raymond is, you know, because obviously you and I are both interested in these things. And one of the reasons I think is because uh, a lot of this stuff is sort of well, it's out there. It's beyond the ordinary. It's something that, you know, most people either don't think about or don't want to think about or really don't know how to think about or talk about. And that's what we're here for. Absolutely. And you find, if you're interested in these sort of things, that you really only have to scratch the surface a lot of the times to find a wealth of information and just, 
I don't know, a mountain of data just immediately gets thrown at you if, it, you, if you enter, like, for example, like, if you go into, like, Kennedy assassination lore, the amount of, like, names a person who's deeply into something like that has memorized mm-hmm. or dates, places, times, positions, everything, I mean, it becomes mind-boggling. It becomes, like, this whole... I mean, it's a whole field of study, and that's why we're here, is because there's so much yeah. to talk about. In, oh, yeah, it's all know. out there. It is very much all out there. So, actually, this is a talk show, by the way. Um, we will be taking callers later uh, in the program. So, it's 706-542-8476. We'll tell you when you should call if you'd like to call. But we do have a AOL Instant Messenger screen name. It's Out There Radio if you feel like contacting us. We're online right now. So, add us to your buddy list and check us out. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, you can drop us a question, or it, it's easier than doing something over the phone. We'll see it instantly. We won't have to wait for the producer to come through. So you could even try to make us laugh on the air if you really, if really you, want If to. you want. <laughs> we, all, we have an email address, too. It's outthereradio at gmail.com. We'll give those out later in the show, too. So um, I guess we should talk a little bit about our backgrounds and why we're interested in this, maybe? Other than your experience at the metaphysical bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, it goes way beyond that. I mean, it's as far as... Let's just talk. Let's just introduce ourselves generally first. So my name, my name is Joe McFall. I'm a graduate student in artificial intelligence here at the University of Georgia. I, I hold the record for being the oldest member of the WOG staff, I believe, at 30. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you feel free to make fun of me for that as much as you want. But, I mean, is that all you're going to tell us about yourself? No, no, I'm, I'm sure I've got a list, Raymond, but, like, who, who the heck are you? Oh, I'm, my name is uh, Raymond Wiley. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> my name is Raymond Wiley. I'm a senior undergraduate uh, history student here at the University of Georgia, just about to get that diploma, or at least sometime here in the near future. <laughs> Our and, fingers are crossed for Raymond. Right, right. I've been working here at WUOG for nigh on two years now, and it's been a dream of mine to be able to do a show like this ever since I first came on the air, like back in January of 2004. And um, for a long time, Joe, it was because I never had a co-host. So, Well, I'm glad, to... I'm glad to be here. I'm glad that I emerged onto the UGA campus to host this show with you, Raymond. What what kind of what brings you here? I mean, beyond like all this school stuff, like why are you doing this show? Yeah, it does tie into my schooling. I I am into kind of I'm into history that is a little bit more, as we would say here, out there. And um, you know, the more I read, especially about history, the more I find out that there's so many odd things that have happened in the past that are incredibly well documented. They are, you know, things that you would never have thought had happened. They're truly stranger than fiction and. Mm-hmm. You know, there's things that most people don't even know about. I guess the desire to do the show came from, you know, ending up telling people stories just over and over and them all always seeming to be at least interested in the subject matter, whether or not my delivery was all that good. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? So even going beyond that, long before I was a history student, I was, you know, always, you know, when I was growing up, you know, you know how it goes. You watch all sorts of TV shows about things like this and other, you know, radio programs that are out there. I mean, this is... I mean, we have to admit, this isn't... Did you love uh, Leonard, Leonard Nimoy's In Search Of when you were a kid? Oh, yeah, man. I must have watched hundreds and oh, hundreds yeah. of episodes. You know, that really kind of was a foundation for shows like this. Oh, and, sure. Um, I can, yeah, I can definitely remember a lot of, spending a lot of time with that and, you know, Robert Stack's show when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I remember watching a lot of it with my mom yeah. and us both by kind of being into it. And we would discuss stuff afterwards or whatever. Sometimes it would keep you up at night. And... 
that's the kind of stuff I started reading about. When did you start getting into like sort of hidden history stuff? I mean, because I know as a history major, that's part of your interest for doing that in the first place in some sense. Oh, I can tell you exactly my first foray into hidden history. I saw a television program back when I was in probably the seventh or the eighth grade. Um, it was one of those old Henry Lincoln mm-hmm. um, TV programs from the 70s and 80s about the whole Renla Chateau mystery. And oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should talk about that at some point. Oh, yeah. We're, we'll have a whole episode on that, I'm sure. We, yeah. we may even talk about it a little bit more tonight. But that yeah, was Rosa really... The Crucians and the Templars is... Uh, well... They're, they're it, connected with Renla Chateau. It, get, right? it gets connected in there. But, yeah, just... It's all connected. Just the idea... If you listen to us every week, you will realize... It is all connected. It's all connected. Yeah, if you go out on... Well, heck, you know, if you go out on our MySpace account, which is MySpace slash... MySpace.com slash Out There Radio. Yes. Yeah. If you go out there and just check out some of the pictures, you know, one, I remember one of the captions I put up there last night was, as above, so below. And the more uh-huh. you like, the more you look into this kind of stuff, the more you realize that it is all interconnected and becomes this big web of, I don't know, just interesting stuff. Yeah. Wow, this show is just flying by already. Real quick before we we're going to take a break in a second, but specifically like what are you, what are you excited about talking about over the course of this show as we do it this semester and hopefully beyond? More than anything, I guess I'm excited about talking about the history of the occult yeah. and how there's a whole stream of odd spiritual movements that stretching back hundreds and hundreds of years in Europe and in the United States that people just completely miss. Mm-hmm. Like you walk around every day, its symbols are all in front of you. You know, these ideals have built the society you live in, but you don't really even realize until you start looking a little closer. And I guess before we go to the break, if you want to know what I mean about looking a little closer, go out on our, if if you're online right now, go out on our MySpace page and click on the pictures. And there's one of an aerial photograph of the area around the White House in Washington, D.C., yeah. yeah, it's it's a snapshot I took off of Google Earth. There's a pentagram. There is a. You can see it. There is. I mean, it's it's plainly obvious, yeah. and it, that's just one example of how the way our, you know, the way our society has been built over the past couple hundred years yeah. is completely different from the values that we think it's built on. I can't. Also, I can't wait for the occult Nazi show. Oh well, you. I mean, that's one of my uh, <laughs> one excited. of my favorites. You know, after watching Indiana Jones and all that crap as a kid so much. Yeah. And I mean, that was the first time I ever heard the word occult. Uh, through was, what, Raiders, was the our Lost Raiders. Yeah, yeah. When he's like, you know, Hitler's a nuts in the subject. He's obsessed <laughs> with the occult. And he was. And he as, was. As you'll find out. As you will listen. find out on a later show. And that's. Yeah, that's one I am really excited about. And maybe we'll be able to get Doctor Goodrich Clark from from England to come and do a phone interview with us or something we shall see we shall see let's uh let's take a break if you want to give us a call during the break it's the phone number 706-542-8476 and also again um we have a aol instant messenger screen name it's out there radio we actually have uh someone talking to someone right now so thanks for listening and uh let's go to promo we'll see you in about two minutes yep You're listening to Out There with Raymond and Joe. We'll be right back. Okay, well, we're back from our break here on the inaugural show of Out There. My name's Raymond Wiley. I'm Joe McFall. Thanks for listening. And wow, we... 
we just went way after. Time is flying, man. I didn't think we were going to have enough to talk about today. I was well, thinking, we better talk faster. I was thinking, you know, no no subject, no, <laughs> no Sasquatch researchers today. Right, I know, I know. But, but here we are. So, Joe, tell me a little bit about your interest, especially in conspiracy theories and the paranormal, because yeah. I know that's kind of... Those are more your pillars, right? You right. <laughs> well, I, you know, when I when I was about seven years old, my grandmother gave me a Reader's Digest book called Mysteries of the Unexplained. This book is it sort of it quickly became my Bible. It's still on my shelf today. It's like actually on my coffee table. I still flip through it occasionally. It's got everything from like cryptozoology, Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster, parapsychology, ghosts, ESP, UFOs, historical mysteries, scientific anomalies, like just everything. Synchronicity and coincidences. And, you know, I was seven. I can remember the creepy commercials. Back yeah. in the day for this. Well, this oh yeah, this is a Time Life book. Reader's Digest. Oh okay, nineteen eighty three. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, never mind. I, I don't. I don't remember it, Joe. Of course, I know. I, I was merely. I'll show it to you next time you're at my place. I was but, like, barely taller than a zygote. There's then. images from this book that still haunt me, like these sort of you know pictures of ghost faces and all this stuff, and like that sort of set the stage for everything I was interested in after that. Like throughout my childhood, that's all I ever read was books about all this stuff, and then I branched out and re- you know read about Atlantis and um, you know historical mysteries, Easter Island, and and then when I got to college, I started reading about conspiracy theory, weird religions, altered states of consciousness, UFOs, like ancient civilization, contact with extraterrestrials, abductions, like all this stuff. So you've run the whole gambit. More or less. I mean, you're more of the occult person, you know, as we, we, we've said that, Raymond. But, like, you know, my, I've, definitely my interests have bled into that area. But, like, for the most part, like, it's th- this stuff is has been sort of my main interest throughout my life. Cool, yeah. cool. And, and, you know, it always starts when you're young, too, which is cool. You're talking about images that scare you when you were a kid. Yeah. You know? I can remember the two images that, the three images that freaked me out the most when I was a kid. Always head wounds. Um, <laughs> Lizzie Borden's parents. Have you ever seen the photos you of have, that? You've seen pictures of that? Yeah, they're, they're wildly oh, available. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I saw them on a, like... On a TV show one night. It was on just basic cable, too. Ugh. So, you know, Zabruder film. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, when I... Back I, into the left. Back, back in, into the left. Yeah, exactly. When <laughs> I was... Uh, God, I must have been 10 or 8 when, when JFK came oh, out. Oh, yeah? Which I think we both have that in common, is that we love JFK. Oh, well, we Oliver love, Stone in general, oh, but... Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> we don't, but that's, that's a different show. They thought they got us off the film <laughs> thing, but oh, Not no, quite. Oh, not no. quite, apparently. So, um... Well, you know, and then the, wait. The yeah, other yeah. image that would freak me out was the Shroud of Turin. The face. I on have the a book about that on my shelf. I don't. I don't. Have you ever seen my Shroud of Turin? No, book? no. We will check that out. Yeah, later. that was that's something else. Like sort of biblical mysteries is interesting. Archaeological mysteries. I find I've always found very interesting. Like Easter Island, the pyramids, like Egyptology. That kind of stuff is Absolutely. all very interesting. Absolutely, and. Uh, it was never. It wasn't the image of the shroud itself. It's when it's like superimposed as a negative. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. all the detail comes out. Right, on you it. can see the blood spots yes. on, you know, Jesus's head. And I say Jesus in quotation marks because is it Jesus? I don't know. Is don't it know. Da Vinci? Who knows? Da Vinci. That's one. That's one. Pe- some people say that that's um, that the shroud of Turin was made by Leonardo da Vinci. Some people believe that it was made with these like weird 
early photographic techniques that were then lost. Yeah, in well, they, they said that, that Da Vinci was experimenting. Oh well, with I these guess photographic I suppose techniques. it's possible, right? It it could be. We, we got to do a show about. Maybe we can do a shroud show. Shroud of Turin show. Yeah. So yeah, like I went to this like Episcopalian like elementary school mm. and like down in the lunchroom there was like a poster yeah. with the shroud of turin in negative and whenever i would like it'd be really late at night and i would just watch a scary movie i'd turn my tv off yeah and i would think i would see did they have any yeah, it, the shroud in the I tv is s- it like because you remember how old tvs used to kind of like like they would there would be an image on the screen if mm. it were dark for a moment yeah 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 it would Totally freaked me out. I assume that your church, was this in Canton or College Park? This is in CP, my friend. In College Park. I assume it didn't have any weird relics like Jesus's foreskin or anything. No, it was an Episcopalian <laughs> church, dude. I, Travis, I swear, like, there are several, several, maybe scores of churches around the world that have, Je- have Jesus's foreskin. And there's even a group, our producer is looking at us like we're crazy. Yeah. There is even a group... Of people who are trying to clone Jesus from one of these foreskin relics. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's, in, that's true. In fact, Adam Parfrey, Adam um, Parfrey. that's in Apocalypse Culture 2, which is edited by Adam Parfrey, released by Feral House Press, with whom we might get an interview. We've earned, we're have we in contact with him. We might get an interview in the coming weeks, so listen up for that. Yeah, definitely. He's, yeah. He knows all about these kind of types. Right. And you know something we ought, we should mention a little bit? What's is that? like the end of the world. Oh. How we've both seen like a number of like... We've lived in the South our whole lives, basically, you yeah, know, the last 30 yeah. years. And we've living in the South. It's a very church-heavy environment. They call it the Bible Belt for a reason. But beliefs in end-time prophecy and the apocalypse yeah. abound throughout the countryside. Yeah, yeah. If you South. know, if you're a listener and you know any of, like, these uh, crazy biblical prophet people... Let us know. <laughs> Give us an email out there, radio at gmail.com. We want to talk to some of these people because that stuff is just insane to me. And I'm, of course, I'm interested in like end times prophecy, just be, partly because I think it's absurd. Well, I don't know, man. I mean, just from my own studies, I've noticed that no matter what age of history you live in, that there are going to be people who believe that this is the final age, to that me, this is the end. To me, that's more ridiculous than believing in Bigfoot. That's more ridiculous than believing in ghosts to me. Well, f- well, fair enough. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm I, what I'm saying is it. It may be like a psychological type thing. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll, that's something that I'd really like to explore at some point. Absolutely. Oh, we could get a psychologist to come on and talk Ooh. about end times. Yeah. Beliefs. That would be fun. That would be fun. So, yeah. What? Well, what else are you interested in? I know you've. You know. Yeah. Tell me about like some conspiracy stuff that you. You know read the first about. the first conspiracy the first few conspiracy books I got. Um, one of them was. Um, called the 50 greatest conspiracies of all time and I, I think it's now up to like i've got the 60 yeah i think it's up to 70 or 80 now but there's stuff in there i mean of course there's a big chapter on jfk there's there's stuff on um on like aids conspiracies in the late 70s as a like possible agent of biological warfare invented by scientists which you know one thing we already said that the, you know the views expressed in the show are not those of WOG, etc. But like you know, there are people who, you know, and I may or may not believe this myself, but there are people who believe that AIDS was created as a biological weapon by the United States and then sort of covered up and all this stuff. And these are these types of things are things that we'd like you know we'd like to explore in this show. Absolutely, because their ramifications could are truly shocking. I mean, think about it. I mean, you let so much go. You know what I'm saying? You let yeah. so much pass by your filter or not pass through your filter and you don't take it in and when you if you don't believe it the world 
you don't see the world in necessarily the right yeah. eyes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And there could, I mean, and there's just all this stuff out there that you're meant to miss. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like, what you see is never the whole story. What you're given by the media is never the whole story. The map is not the territory. Indeed, Mr. Wiley. Indeed. And I think that's hopefully the most important thing we can learn out here on this show because, I mean, we're going to be throwing a lot of information at you guys in the coming weeks. Yeah, so listen up for future shows. Like I said, we might have an interview with Adam Parfrey. We're in contact with some people who might be able to tell us about some local Sasquatch stories, so listen in the coming weeks, and possibly some parapsychologists and ghost hunters around town. Um, so listen up in the future for our shows. Oh, uh, oh, November? Yeah? JFK party. Oh, yeah. Maybe is November 22nd a Thursday by any chance? I don't know if it's a Thursday. Okay, or... we'll check it out. Maybe we can do our JFK show in November. Oh, well, we will do a JFK show, and we will have on-location reports from a, the JFK From Dealey Plaza? Not no. from Dealey Plaza. <laughs> Come on, from man. From your own triple underpass. <laughs> this is out there. No. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up, and yes, Joe, yeah. I'll do the occult Nazis one night. Okay, It'll promise me, Rand. I promise. Okay. Well, yeah, I promise. Uh, to our listeners, keep listening every week. It's Thursdays at 6 p.m. This yes. is out there. Um, also, check out, uh, we're going to start podcasting soon, www.wog.org slash podcasts. Also, our email address at outthereradio at gmail.com. And you can also visit our MySpace account at www.myspace.com slash out there. Out there radio. Um, out there radio. Thank you. Thank you. And there's a Facebook group too, so join. Um, I guess that's it. I think we got all our bases covered. Yeah, thanks for listening and tune in next week. You have been listening to Out There, a presentation of WUOG 90.5 FM in Athens, Georgia. For more information or to subscribe to our podcast, visit www.wuog.org slash podcasts or email us at outthereradio at gmail.com.